Welcome to the Think Marketing Show, the number one podcast for growing and scaling your business with online video. I'm Heather Torres. And I'm Sean Cannell, and we're from Think Media. And if this is your first time listening, welcome. This show is dedicated to helping you learn how to get your content noticed and the latest money-making strategies working right now online. So whether you want to grow your YouTube channel or maximize online video across social media, this is for you. Well, today we have a special treat for you. We have Omar El Takori from the Think Media team here. Super pumped, excited to be here. And Omar uh, has really gotten us into video podcasting. And a few months ago at Grow With Video Live, our annual conference that we host here in Las Vegas, you shared a really awesome keynote. Tell us about it. Yeah, so essentially what I shared was just a case study of one of my clients uh, and how their their video podcast has been able to help grow their online sales from 30K to over $250,000 a month um, in just uh, eight months. And so that's just 30 grand month over month, simply implementing video podcasts to the business. And so um, I think this is encouraging because a lot of the things that I'm sharing, could, you could apply in your business, in your YouTube channel, in your podcast. Even if you're thinking about, if you've da- dabbled with the idea of starting your own podcast and essentially how uh, to even get started, there's a lot of information there. But yeah, I'm super excited for everybody to check this one out. Yeah. So here's your all access VIP front row seats Mm. to the recording from Omar's keynote at Grow With Video Live. Today, I want to talk to you about why you need to start a video podcast. And uh, we're going to talk about a business I took uh, in just a few short months, uh, growing 30K a month in online sales, uh, month over month, and then also growing their YouTube channel to 14,000 subscribers in just nine months. So let's get started. Today's objective, or this session's objective, is I just want to give you reasons using this case study You know, Sean said this earlier that reasons come before results. And I think before you see results, the thing that actually keep you going is your reasons. Um, And so I want to also give you tips on how to start your video podcast. And the purpose of this is that I would leave you convinced uh, to start a a podcast so you can make more money. Nobody in this room wants to make more money. I'm just kidding. So you can make more money and build your brand authority. Uh, digital audio accounts for the biggest share of time spent on mobile with social media and digital video following. Um, Sean shared that. And then, so that, that goes to say that video podcast is the ultimate strategy because you, when done right, it, it fills all the things above. It fills the audio aspect of things. It fills the social media aspect of things. And then it fills the, uh, the online video aspect of things. You know, it's funny because we say LinkedIn bio, but we like forgot that it stands for LinkedIn biography. Just, okay. Link about my name is Omar Altacori. I uh, in 2007 I chose broadcast journalism as my elective in high school. You guys are like, dang, he's young, or you guys are like, dang, he's not old. But um, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed shooting videos. I enjoyed doing podcast, uh, not podcast, like PSAs and like fun announcements for our high school. And I, I bought a, a, I bought my own camera and pirated Sony Vegas uh, because I was only in high school. I know how to buy stuff. And, um, and then I just got to go. I just started editing videos and creating content. I started vlogging in 2007. Didn't make money in, by 2008, and so I quit. Um, I have a family. <laughs> That's facts. This is a picture of my fam. Yeah, family. Go families. Um, this is Amanda and little Ruby Grace. Uh, a little bit more. I have an agency that does content creation for businesses and offers YouTube strategy to help grow 
businesses, audiences. And uh, I also work at Think Media as lead content creator. And then I also have a YouTube channel where I teach beginner photography and videography. Uh, I don't put too much effort in it, but just a power tip that I've applied VRA. I've, I've applied VRA to my, my channel and uh, with just like 12 videos, I have 16,000 subscribers. I'm not trying to plug anything other than strategy works, guys. This, uh, this VRA thing is really legit. And so if you even haven't taken VRA, really reconsider because posting all these videos on YouTube or posting wherever you want to post it and without having strategy, it's going to be very um, uh, frustrating. All right, so meet Mike and Shauna Jones. Look how good looking they are. All the, the spray tan. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we met back in... <laughs> We met back in 2015. Uh, I was working at a church as a creative director, but also uh, helping with small groups as being small group coaches. And so I was assigned to coach their small group. They had a group that met in their house and they just talked about life week, uh, every week. And then um, I remember there, during that time, Shauna was doing lash extensions out of her house. And um, this, I mean, I also knew them enough that they were, they were grinding. I knew that it wasn't, it wasn't an easy life that they were living, but nonetheless, they decided to give a night of their week to encourage people in our church and have them over, have some pizza. And um, so this is just like a picture of their house uh, room set up where Shauna doing lashes and Mike's doing mortgages at the time. So this is like 2014, 2015. And she would hustle. She would spend uh, hours, you know, during the night on Instagram following girls in the industry. And what that means is simply girls that work at the pools here and the clubs. Girls that like, if you can get fresh lashes on them, they'll probably tell their friends and then they'll probably hit up Shauna. Just a little, she, that, that, would, that costed nothing but just hours of her time at night. Uh, they had a hard time paying the bill, bills. They, had a, they have a funny story where they were, you know, they're paying rent and they couldn't make rent one month. So they sold the refrigerator to make rent. And uh, it's just crazy things like that to think that, um, every, you know, they have just a gnarly story and they, they, they just grinded, man. They, just, they saw that they, there was some promise there. They felt like there was something there. And so um, with hard work and they, they really just went all in on their business. Uh, in 2015, they opened up their first salon here in Vegas. And um, just fast forwarding two and a half years, they now have three salons here in Las Vegas. You give that up, that's pretty gnarly. They have, uh, so three salons in Las Vegas uh, across the valley. A hundred lash artists are working under them. Uh, they also have a training uh, course that certifies lash artists. So they're, they're bringing people into the industry too through their brand. And so essentially these are all things they had in place prior to, you know, going in with video podcasting or even YouTube. And so I just, wanna, I, I just wanted to paint this picture of maybe you, there's an aspect to your business that you're missing uh, that could probably help your video podcast really pour in fire into your flame. Or is it gasoline into the fire? Yeah, it's kind of like that. Uh, all right. So here's some things that every business needs in order, I think, to stay relevant and stay effective. Uh, they're practitioners. The first thing is practitioners. You can also put this like services. So they are boots on ground. Uh, they, this allows anybody to stay relevant and also be on top of trends. So... I'm a, I'm a content creator myself, but if I just, if I stop taking photos and I stop doing video just because I grow out of it, then I'll start speaking into an industry and I'll just be the old guy that's using old terminology and still talking about DSLR cameras when mirrorless cameras are the thing to do. And so, you know, this, the practitioner aspect of their business helps them stay relevant. 
Secondly, uh, products. Do you have something to sell? Raise your hand if you have something to sell. Awesome, that's like half the room. So you got 50% of this room needs to work on physical product or a digital product. And don't be, I, I, think, I don't think you have to overthink it either. I think a little, just a quick power tip, you can, you can record yourself, do one thing and sell it as like a pay-per-view in its entirety. So whatever that is, if that's, you know, you're a consultation for someone getting their eyes checked, the full process, somebody recorded you, it's 15 bucks on your website, just a thought. Uh, the third thing is their professors. This is a stretch. I just wanted to do three Ps because I want to keep it consistent. But essentially, they have an educational wing to their business. Do you have an educa educational wing to your business? Three things that you can have on your business that can just create an ecosystem because people can meet you at the education. They can stay in your world because you're offering them supplies. And then you're still doing services, so you're staying up on trends. So as they keep learning from you, you're staying up on trends. Amen. So, so just Mike hits me up. This is like a year ago. He's like, hey, Omar, um, how does your YouTube channel have so many subscribers, but you upload zero videos? <laughs> and I told him, I was like, it's the power of making searchable content for a, an audience that I have uh, predetermined, which was beginner photographers and videographers. And he's like, could you do that for us? And I was like, nah, man, this, <laughs> this is too valuable. Because if you hire me and uh, you, we apply these things, you can cut me off at any time, and this will keep working for you forever and ever. He's like, let's go grab lunch. And he asked me again, and I was like, all right, man, let's do it. And so uh, always ask, uh, ask twice, you never know. So um, we started a video podcast, and, and we picked a day to shoot all the podcasts. This is what we can call batching, right? So this is what they had January 1st before we started doing their uh, YouTube channel video podcasts. They had 30 subscribers because they uploaded iPhone videos and all their last artists subscribed. Uh, <laughs> they're in the room and that's why they're laughing so hard. Okay, uh, they had zero podcast streams because they weren't doing it. And they were doing 30K a month in online sales uh, probably for the last, six months of the last six months of 2018. So that's a screenshot of their December sales, which is 29 grand. Uh, how we did it, we bought the gear. That's the first step. You gotta buy the gear in order to do it, but don't overthink it. Um, we also, we just simply shot this in one angle, straight on angle, and uh, I shot it in 4K. Most of our phones in this room actually shoot 4K, and then I edited a 1080p project. I know that probably flew over some people's heads. Essentially, I, I filmed it really high resolution, and then I edited a smaller resolution so I can have, multi it makes it look like we have multiple angles. And I'll show you an example in just a second. Uh, then we captured the audio on a Zoom recorder, edited each episode straight through. This alleviated the headache. I wasn't, we're not trying to cut videos or cut content so it came over quickly. It was just like, all right, ready? All right, here we go. Start the show, hit record, and then end the show, hit record, and then the edit was just that simple. In celebration of the launch of this brand new podcast, we're giving away two tickets to our annual conference, Grow With Video Live, a $1,500 value. All you have to do to enter is make sure you subscribe, leave us a review on Apple Podcast, and then take a screenshot of your review and go to thinkmarketingshow.com for the rest of the details. Content without strategy is just stuff. So you wanna make sure you got strategy. You put out all this stuff. I, I, I say this, if you have the best product and nobody knows about it, guess what, friend? You don't have the best product. Someone can have 50% 
good of product that you offer maybe. And because more people know about it, I'm sorry, they have the better product. That's just the reality. So who wants to know what they got now? Because everybody likes the transformation. <laughs> so right now they have 14,200 subscribers. Yeah, let's give it up. That's, that's 14,000 people that understand what they're following. That's 14,000 potential lash artists, people who are in the beauty industry that want to start their own businesses. It's a pretty strong audience to have. They have 56,000 podcast streams uh, from zero. That's incredible. And uh, as of August, they've done 220 sales in just online sales. That's 30K month over month. Turn up. Just breaking that down just a little bit deeper, 14,200 subscribers, what does that mean? That means, and I would say, imagine this for your own business. I know we, we're, I'm sharing this example. What, how cool would it be if, if you had 400,000 minutes spent on your brand? 2.5 million minutes, matter, uh, minutes watched. They're in your world. You have 2.5 million minutes spent in your brand world, your business, whatever that is. That's pretty powerful. And just, just a power tip, the uh, Google AdSense already, they're gonna make 2,100 bucks as of this point, which I would say was the cost of the podcast equipment we went to go with. So they already made a return on their investment on the podcast setup, turn up for the ROI. And another cool thing, real-time activity. At any given time in 48 hours, there's about 8,200 people watching their content. So as of right now, maybe, maybe there's like 2,000 people just on their stuff. They're here in the, in the audience and they're chilling, but... They got strategy. 56,000 podcast streams. What this looks at, this is 4,000 listens a week. They, we, they drop one podcast episode a week and they're getting 4,000 listens. Average episode is about 15 minutes. So you can imagine you got 4,000 4, people listening to you for an hour every month. Pretty powerful. And then growing by 30 grand. What does that really mean? That means they made a ton of money. Uh, <laughs> that also means that 15 people are in their store at any given time. They're Shopify. You can just hop on and it just says that 15 people are in there. That's pretty crazy. Uh, returning customer rates about 70. And what that speaks of is that people trust them. And it's because they've been able to give away all this free value. There's other lash brands. There's other lash companies. There's other lash supplies. But because they're the ones telling you how to do this stuff, and never do they ever say, buy our stuff. They're just like, yo, we're going to be doing these, this wispy lash look. I'll be using these tweezers and this glue. Let's get into it. And then people just, all right, I might as well just buy it from them because, because I trust them. Um, tips for your first episode. Just some tips for your first episode of your podcast. Uh, the strategy aspect of things. So when, when we first started the podcast, we, he wanted to share, Mike wanted to share the story of how they came to where they are. And so he's like, dude, let's, let's title this podcast, The Struggle is Real. Because that's, man, the struggle is real. And I was like, that's dope, but nobody's searching The Struggle is Real, right? So I went on YouTube and I saw that people were searching how to start a lash business with no money, which essentially was their story. So that was the title of their video that we, the, of the first, um, their first podcast that they put out. And uh, we did the research. That's simply research before you press record, right? And so do the research. Your podcast could be reverse engineered. So don't just go out there and talk about what you want to talk about. See, based off of what you want to talk about, go ahead and search what you want to search and, and see what people are searching. And you can learn all this through VRA. Uh, we we learned that probably when you start off, you want to start with volume. 
So we started with eight podcasts for the first two months. So we dropped two episodes every week for every month. That may sound like a lot for you guys, but I would actually disagree because we shot those all in one day. You, and like power tip to them, power tip to me, but at the same time, it's doable. Just like hunker down and get her done. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I said that, okay. <laughs> okay, and then another, another thing that they did up front and something you could do is they, they did a giveaway every episode. So it was about a, a, a month long giveaway. And when, it, when we, they announced the winner, the following episode, they, they started a new giveaway and it increased shareability. It grew the email list for the podcast, but you can give away something during the episode. Another thing is, this, is, this may be obvious, maybe not be, but post your podcasts. If you film them, if you record them, post them on YouTube and post them to podcasts. You create the standard for what your audience expects from you. Uh, I, think, I think this is powerful because I wrote it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow, Omar, chill, bro. Uh, no, it's fresh, though. Um, what I mean by that is because we started off with long-form content, people met them with long-form content, and nobody will expect less from you. And so with every episode being about 15 minutes, sometimes 20, sometimes 12, nobody's expecting less. I would actually say, like on Think Media, we're fighting for attention because it's different kinds of content, but we also didn't start off this way. So if you have yet to start, it's not a bad idea to start with longer form content because if people stumble on your stuff, find value, they won't expect anything less from you. Thank you. Um, so what are some lessons we learned so far? Number one, that there's a massive opportunity for your business and brand to be on a, on, have a podcast. Secondly, is that there's a people waiting for you. I think sometimes we forget that. We make it all about us. Like, I don't have this, I look like this. But legit, there's people waiting for content that is coming from your perspective, coming from your in, uh, experiences and things like that. And so think about the people. I think that alleviates the, the, the pressure altogether in the sense that there is a group of people that need this stuff. I need to get it into their hands. Uh, podcasts can be monetized. We definitely learned that. I, I would say before I like tapped into the world of like online marketing and networking and stuff that I always thought podcasts were like such a free thing. And the way we monetize this obviously is they have the supply chain. Uh, this can also be monetized if they want to sell ad space on their podcast. Um, we actually, though, use it, they use it for their own uh, promotion. So they self-promote, um, which, which is what you notice. Like, they promote their classes on there, and they pr promote uh, speaking engagements. They've also been invited to speak at LashCon this October, which is pretty crazy. Uh, and why is it so important for your business? Who's, raise your hand if you struggle with consistency. Let's get it, everybody in the room. Um, this is an easy way of getting content done. One shot angle, talk straight through if you have your like points dialed in maybe, or maybe you just have the general idea of what you wanna talk about. But again, if you're just starting off, just go for it. It doesn't have to be polished. Uh, another reason is because it gives you the ability to repurpose the content, which Sean just talked about. Like you can cut up five pieces of micro content from your podcast episode, not having to ever sit down again in front of the camera but because it's, pre, it's shot, it's put together, you can now dish out content on other uh, platforms. And then it also builds trust. I think the coolest thing is they just haven't had to sell anything. 
They're just like, yo, this is how you do stuff. This is what we've experienced. This is how we do our things here at, at our company. And it's that jab, jab, right hook uh, from Gary Vee mentality where if they really wanna ask, they'll ask, but they actually don't need to. But when they do, it's gonna be awesome because people will be like, for sure we'll go to that live event because we've been following you guys for two years. I can't wait to come here. And I think there's a handful of us here right now because Sean has hit you a little bit with the jab, jabs. Sorry. Um, oh, another good reason is that you reach two types of people. Simply making a video podcast, you reach two types of people. People who listen to podcasts and people who are on YouTube. You uh, hack watch listen times, what I, like simply what I talked about, that just because it's longer form, you get to win on that end. Uh, and then here's just a legit stat, that there's over 500 million active users on YouTube versus less than 1 million podcasts. So that's just a, a number to keep in mind that shows that there's so much opportunity in this space. So conclusion, start podcasting now. Make some noise and go start your podcast. Thanks for checking out this episode. We hope you got a ton of value. And if you haven't already, subscribe here to the Think Marketing Show wherever you're watching or listening. And hey, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcast. As we grow this movement of purpose-driven content creators, we encourage you to share it with a friend. And we'll see you in the next episode.